0: Thank <laughs> you. And Welcome to No Prize Podcast, all about Marvel Comics, Disney Plus, the MCU, anything that uh, we want to talk about for Marvel. And Lucas on assignment this week, but this week I have, from across the pond, Johnny the Machine hughes how are you johnny hey,
1: professor how's it going
0: it's going oh man i love i love it when we're on no prize together because we <laughs> just have we have fun and we talk and uh you know you make fun of stuff so it's cool
1: me make fun of stuff <laughs> are you sure you've got me confused with somebody else uh, <laughs> so it's it's what we do yes indeed it is indeed it is how have you been i've been very well thank you um i've got to say i think uh, marvel's having a bit of a a flurry at the moment. There's a couple of books out there that have really sort of excited me, which really, yeah. Yeah.
0: And it's tough to excite you, Johnny. So that's, I mean, they, you know, Marvels Marvel's really kind of coming up with a couple of a couple of good ideas. Um, you know,
1: well, well, a couple of good ideas are just rehashed old ones. That's the question you've got to ask yourself.
0: I guess it's all in how it's presented, right? (laughs)
1: <laughs> I agree. I agree with that one. Absolutely. 110%. How it's well, done. so we
0: we don't really have a lot of MCU and a lot of Disney Plus stuff to talk about. So we're going to spend the hour talking about comics. So that's cool.
1: Um, okay. Cool. Let me and just try and...
0: So speaking about rehashed ideas that might be presented in a way that, we, uh, that, that maybe we like and maybe that we might sp- want to spend money on, let's talk about... Uh, the new issue of Ghost Rider.
1: Yeah, just as we wait s- for the visual. Sorry, I've my computer's decided that I don't have permissions to share anymore. So if you just give me two seconds and I will sort that out. Um Sure. Sorry about sorry about this guys.
0: Well if you can all envision your the picture in your head of the cover for Ghost Rider number one from
1: nineteen ninety two then uh, it's
0: probably close to accurate.
1: Yes, well we'd hope for that, wouldn't we? Let's just see. <laughs> um I Right, let me just see where is it?
0: Well, i'll go through the credits
1: while uh yeah you do that while well, you're
0: looking as i find the credits
1: it's all right i've got it i'm there uh, I, uh, I, I i will be there in two shakes of a lamb so i can give you the credits credits it's written by benjamin percy it's art by uh corey smith colors are by brian valenza letters are by vcs travis lanham And the main cover, there are variants of covers to get for this. The main cover, however, is by Kale Nagu, And I've got to say, for me personally, that's the one that you want because it is absolutely gorgeous. Mm -hmm. And I'm still not having any success. I swear to everything that is holy, how does this happen?
0: Well, nothing holy in Ghost Rider, which is why you're having trouble. All
1: right, Okay screen recording but this so book you would you went through the story whilst i sort this out
0: at the sure uh, so this book really kind of opens up with uh where kind of we all didn't know where johnny blaze was so we're not supposed to have known where he is and now um you know this the, the first lines in this johnny where have you been johnny really mm-hmm. kind of is like you know okay well where has he been um the last time i remember seeing johnny was when he was um the king of hell i don't know if you Mm. remember that johnny uh Mm -hmm. so this is going to be weird because we're talking about johnny
1: johnny johnny and i'm
0: talking to johnny um so this opens with him basically on the couch in a psychiatrist's office and he's basically uh trying to recover from a supposed motorcycle accident that we had so we know now here that uh nothing's really as it seems we know that there's something up because you know he he doesn't remember being ghostwriter he 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 looks and he sees demons where you know maybe he shouldn't so he's hallucinating he's drinking a lot to cover up his problems he's married to Roxanne who everybody if, if everybody remembers their 1970s ghostwriter's class Roxanne was Johnny Blaze's uh, sweetheart girlfriend when he was first debuted um We also see that Roxanne's dad, Crash Simpson, is alive and well in (sighs) this reality. Um, And Johnny and Roxanne are married and have two children. So um, I'm immediately uh, reminiscing just from last year's Black Widow series. If you remember Black Widow was given a life and she didn't remember her uh, previous existence. Um, This is exactly what I was thinking of. But, um, oh, there we go lost you huh no, <laughs> um but with uh with this iteration is we really have like uh kind of they're setting the stage here that uh, Ghost Rider is really not around and we have um the introduction of a new character <clears throat> agent talia warroad from uh from uh previously of shield who we this is her first uh first debut and she's a demon Hunter or uh or what have you I seem to seem to think that there's probably a lot of other characters they could have used other than introducing a new one but um I kind of like this introduction and I just don't know if the if this was long enough right because by the end of the issue we do have Ghost Rider make his appearance and now we know he's gonna come fight the demons right and um I just think that I probably could have gone a few issues with johnny re- like slowly realizing that um he's in a different reality right or even you know i would say he's probably in hell and they're just toying with him right mm-hmm. so yeah. what, what what do you what did you think this is an oversized first issue um so what do you think
1: so i love this book i thought i thought the story was great. I love the the way that Johnny has his um, head outside of the game. He doesn't know what's going on. He's live, and then it sort of like all kicks off. You know, you know, the mm. blood is going to be spilled, and you know that uh, other things are going to occur down the line as well. Um, you know, Ghost Rider going to make an appearance. It reminded me of the Black Widows run from not from not so long I, ago.
0: I, I I said that I said that while you popped out. Uh,
1: <laughs> sorry sorry. So that whole perfect life then destroyed life and then retribution thereafter. Yes. So it's not exactly a new thing. Um, but that said, um, I thought it was still a pretty damn, pretty damn good, um, indicator of what they are trying to achieve with this book. Mm -hmm. Um, So, yeah,
0: I think, Um, When we compare this to previous Ghost Rider incarnations, like the uh, the uh, the previous one, God, uh, what's his name, Robbie Robbie Reyes, Reyes. Uh, the Robbie Reyes Ghost Rider that's now in another reality, tooling around with the Avengers, um, was not really to me a supernatural type horror book. And here they're bringing bringing Johnny back to the roots, right? And having um, what seemed to me to be like a return to the horror genre, right? Mm. Um, And with with the Hulk not being around anymore, the last Hulk book was, I would say, firmly rooted in the horror aspects. There was kind of a gap here, I think. So I think having a nice horror book with Ghost Rider in it, and if we can have... um, if we can have the future continue to be uh, supernatural type horror, I think uh, I think going forward, good things coming for Ghost Rider. And I think we lost Johnny again, so uh, I'll talk to myself until he comes back. But uh, it seems to me Ghost Rider number one seems to be like a good uh,
1: a good get. You know, I'm having so many problems. It might, it might. It might I need to get this sorted because otherwise we can't share. So let me just. Yes, it's there. There we go. Right. Make a note of this so that show notes can be edited. Hey, That's,
0: you know, I think that's such a great uh, homage cover for the Definitely. first issue.
1: Definitely. No. And if you want to check out more Ghost Rider, Bud's been talking about Roxanne and Crash and all that. Bud, did we not just do like a Ghost Rider special itself over on Old Timers? We did.
0: We did just uh, just uh, last month. So go check your, your back episodes of uh, Old Timers and uh,
1: so look, he, we actually
0: talk about his first appearance.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Definitely. So the art, I think, for this book, I, I think Corey Smith did a great job. Not mm. just in the scary bits, but even these bits where he's having those conversations where his shrink. Um, yeah.
0: I mean, the shadows and the blacks this is just a feeling of kind of a, like an ominous presence uh, throughout the book. Um, you know, I just feel I, I do feel like when he realizes like he's in hell, I love that back shadow of Ghost Rider in the back on the wall. Um and then there's that that moment of like absolute horror when they sh- they close up on his scar and a big eye opens yeah. up. I'm like, I'm like, that's so like uh like evil dead. <laughs> but I, I did enjoy that uh, you know
1: the dog talks as demon, it's all in there.
0: Um... Right. And then he's and then the dogs in the mailbox later. I kind of thought that was uh, it was it was funny, but you know, with the with the horror aspect, it's like we don't see a lot of this in, in mm. Marvel books anymore. And um, to be able to kind of kind of take it back and and have it have that kind of retro feel, um, do, yeah. do you think that do you think they're going to do Danny Catch in this? Because I think Danny would probably fit in well eventually, but I want this to kind of focus on Johnny.
1: Um, it's interesting you mention that because the blurb in the book talks about when innocent blood is spilt, the spirit of vengeance comes alive. And that's, that's, Danny's, ghost that's Danny's that's yeah. Danny's, Danny's stick, right? It's not yep. Johnny's. Johnny's is like, Oh my God, I'm possessed demon. I need to get out of it type sort of thing. Right. Um, but what I'd, I'd like to see Danny in this, this feels like a horror book, as you you've mentioned it's better for me. I like this better than the Hulk book. I think the mm-hmm. Hulk book just went too far. Um, but there's this, I'm looking for this one panel where you absolutely, Kicks, where's it at? Where's it at? The explosion panel, it's there somewhere. Where is it? Uh, it's this next next one. Where is it? <laughs> there you go. There we that's go. That's the one. Yeah, that's what you're waiting for. That's the big reveal. And if the comic ends there, you think, wow, that's great.
0: Yeah,
1: comic doesn't end there though, does it? No, it there, does there's not. more stuff after that. So I thought this was a great. Well, that was a great reinterpretation of Johnny Blaze. Um, yes, we're going to find out how he got kicked out of hell, or is this hell his hell that he's getting kicked out of now? We're going to eventually. The, there's enough snippets of all the other people, the other characters, to make you think, hmm, what's going on? Yeah. Um, so I think for for new fans, there's something to get the teeth into. In old fans, there is a whole different. Uh, sort of thing you're casting your mind back to the other characters so i think this book rocks i think it rocks it's i reviewed it on crusades and i gave it five five really five yeah absolutely love this book
0: now when you look at the cover and you see that it says the 50th anniversary does it make you feel old so it made me feel a bit old
1: (laughs) oh man don't get me started yes yes (laughs) it made me feel old you know yes (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> or i sit there and i'm like
0: oh man ghost riders 50 and they haven't what is what's the anniversary for spidey this this year is
1: 60? 60? 60 60. Uh... so there you go there's ghost rider <laughs> it's more like a danny Ketch style ghost rider with the black leather none right. not a jumpsuit thing so it, it's like they've taken the best part of the johnny blaze ghost rider which is johnny blaze and the best part is the Danny Ketch Ghost Rider, which was which ghost, rider, ghost Rider. <laughs> and then, right. you know, not that I've got, I'll say this right now, not that I've got anything against Robbie Reyes, but mm-hmm. Rob, a Ghost Rider should not be on the Avengers.
0: You're absolutely correct. He knows, he, he they and they try to make him like almost like the main character, the main focus character on the Avengers for, for since he joined up. Um which and, it, and when you look at the idea of it was kind of like this uh, fresh-faced young kid mm. uh, dealing with all of these uh, immortal icons of mm. Marvel. Um, it kind of is a good idea, mm. but the execution was so like it just he just never fit.
1: Yeah, so. it, it's it's you cast your mind back. It's when uh, Kyle Rayner joined the Justice League after finding the Power Ring
0: right and he just walks around wide-eyed like
1: yeah oh, wow. that's that's yeah. what you're looking for of course yeah. of course robbie wasn't helped by the fact that blade was in there as well so they're trying to go for this whole like the supernatural is part of the avengers you know i know we don't we shouldn't compare you know apples and oranges but mm. dc when they want magic stuff they go to justice league dark you've got savage yes. avengers why can't you have magic avengers <laughs>
0: Right. I mean, it's not like they're lacking of the supernatural characters to throw in there, you know? Yeah,
1: exactly. I mean... Everybody's well,
0: been an Avenger at this point. Yeah.
1: I mean, just imagine you could have Brother Voodoo, you could have Ghost Rider, you, you
0: could, could have... Doctor Strange, you could have Scarlet Witch. you could have,
1: Yeah. You know? Yeah, there's a whole host of people who you could have and each one could carry certain elements of the mag- magical world with them, mm-hmm. you know? So... You know, and then that would cause tension and all that sort of stuff that we all love about comic books. But this, I think, this is back to its roots. This is put on your bike and leathers, fire up the old uh, two wheeler and go for a stroll down Route sixty six with your wheels on fire. This is what this is all about. For sure,
0: yeah, I think uh, for sure, fine. <laughs> for sure, I think Ghost Rider <laughs> is the uh, is probably the pick of the week for me. You
1: know? Really, yeah, yeah, I can give that. Yeah, I mean, I. I mean look at that panel just look that's that's
0: great isn't it you know that's it's, what you want it's yeah. beautiful it is just and it reminds me of to and uh
1: but more polished
0: Salteres, more, yeah
1: yeah more polished version maybe but definitely definitely it's a it's about t- and i'm sorry for all the robbie reyes fans i'm really sorry but it's about time we had ghost rider back on a bike yep sorry
0: yep 100 percent. instead of sitting on a throne in hell yeah
1: um, or even driving around in a char- uh, charger. I've seen that movie. Fast and furious too many times.
0: <laughs> All right. So let's uh, let's jump into um, the new Captain Marvel book.
1: Captain Marvel. Oh, yeah. Captain Marvel for me has to be one of the most, if not the most, consistent book that Marvel put out there. It is absolute It's fun practically nearly every time i say practically Mm. nearly every time because these big huge fight issues are probably the least my least favorite of him yeah i I like the i like the stuff leading up to and i like the stuff after the fight yeah but hey and that's
0: and that's this issue (laughs) yeah
1: unfortunately but still there's some good stuff in there right so uh we'll go through the stats this is captain marvel 36 all for all you legacy fans legacy 170 Surprising. Volume 10. I can't believe it. All right. Written by <laughs> Kelly. Written by it, Kelly.
0: Real, it doesn't say
1: volume 10 in there, does no, it? No, it doesn't. But <laughs> in the blurb. It's volume 10. Um, all right. So it's written by Kelly Thompson, as, as you'd expect. Art mm. by Sergio Davila. Inks by Sean Pearson with Roberto Poggi, or Poggi, depending on your accent. Colors are by Eric Archenegger. And letters are by VCs. I'm taking a bow from Batman for a while, Clayton Cowles. Mm. <laughs> um <laughs> this is a fight book it, there's no ifs buts or coconuts about it it is the big fight between the black suits and the marvels um you can see straight away you've got a whole host of people joining this book yep. a whole host of people by the way who appear but don't say a lot or do a lot so that's interesting
0: um, that's true and and we we, we just talking about ghost rider we have robbie reyes on the cover but nowhere in the book does he yeah, appear
1: good to see moon dragon back so moon dragon's here we talked about her in all time not so long ago and she has favorites and she has something to do um for me it is a fight issue so that means you get to see um lots of this going on i think it looks great i think it reads great there's lots of banter between carol and certain characters um the premise is canny i like the whole idea of binary Coming back, kinda. Um, I like the idea that it means that she might be, the Carol might be depowered for a little while. Interesting take on that. A mm-hmm. um, couple of other things. As I said, loads of characters are in this that don't do a lot. Uh, I mean, the problem with this type of book is when you throw everybody in there, it takes away what's going on in their own book. For example, Jess is in this book. Yeah. Yeah, in Spider Woman, she has her own stuff going on. Mm-hmm. right Having these characters in these books takes away from their impact in the devil's reign storyline so you, you fair enough you can park your, you can park your bus and think well ah, i'll go, go with it but for every avenger to be here mm-hmm. hmm. um of course we've seen in this storyline on top of binary reappearing We've seen Carol's other power, which is her eye blasts or mouth blasts or whatever. But I would also like to point out, there is a, there she's developed a new power, a super new power. And it's on these early pages that I think you might see it the most. It says looking for the page. Right, there you go. Have you, if you worked out what it is yet?
0: Uh, no. What's no? no, what is it?
1: It's Medusa hair. Look, Oh
0: awesome. look at that! It a hair, kind of a like,
1: hair, goes large, a... it goes short, it goes flat, it goes. I was like, "Whoa, that's pretty yeah. impressive." Has she been? She's been sniffing the old, Terrigen mists. Has she?
0: Yeah. I mean, what
1: what does a superhero do for highs? <laughs> <laughs>
0: well, you know, you know, unless they're fighting in a vortex where you know, just yeah. you know, I don't have that problem ever about
1: that. Uh, I do, um, but the. um i mean i'm more like
0: moon dragon
1: (laughs) i don't mind the book's going to have talky parts but this is a huge fight thing going on in automatic and somewhere along the line they take one panel there that page that page so they take two pages two and a half pages out of the fight to discuss and you're like Mm. come on guys you know but overall i will stand by what i said the book looks great it reads great. carol is a fun character um, I'm not buying into the whole um, Carol's getting replaced by Binary. Binary might get her own sh- one shot or a mini series down the line. I'm all right with that. Um, I'm also not buying that Carol Denvers is getting kicked out of the Marvel Cinematic Universe either. Um, I like Carol Denvers. I've, I've always liked Carol Denvers. So, um, yeah. There Do you, you think go. Kelly
0: Kelly Thompson is the best female writer for for Captain mm-hmm. Marvel? and maybe maybe in all
1: the comics right now i think think for all that i always dis marvel for their humor quota i think there's a couple of people kelly thompson and um jed mckay hit it bang on right perfectly for the characters at the right i think kelly thompson's black widow is very very good Mm -hmm. it suffers from overcrowdedness very much like i think this book did at the start of its run um i also like kelly sue de comic on 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 captain marvel like so a couple of volumes ago if you're keeping track i think kelly thompson has to be one of one of um marvel's shining stars definitely she's one of the ones one of the writers who are um at the think tank that gave you a spider-man beyond if you look on the if you look on the credits page, she's credited as being on the Beyond board of directors, and, <laughs> well, I don't know. and and whether you like the current Beyond stuff or not, you can see there is a long game in play there. You know, yes, so, you know, and it's all geared up to the big celebration of Peter Parker. So that's that
0: right, the, the
1: eighty uh,
0: the 80th anniversary or 60th anniversary. Yeah,
1: so um, that's fine, but I definitely think I think. I think Kelly I think Kelly Thompson is definitely up there. I think I love her on, on Captain Marvel. Mm. I love the I love the quiet issues. I like the setup issues. Fight issues aren't normally my thing like this, but there are still some really good touches in it. Look, more Medusa hair on that panel. Crazy. Mm. Look, and then notice crazy Medusa hair when she's moving. Now yeah. she stood still, it's all nice and flat. Yeah. And where's all this wind coming from? Oh, sure.
0: It's, 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 it does give, it does lend some energy to the panels, though I think.
1: Yeah, agreed, agreed.
0: what do you like about bi- bi- binary? Then bringing back, bringing back binary, but uh, apparently she kind of grew out of Captain Marvel's energy. I'm
1: all, I'm alright with that actually, and I think if Lucas was here, he'd be telling you to try and pick up this cover. <laughs> this is the variant cover for this issue. There you go. Binary on the front. He's also point out not to go and forget and check out Uncanny X Men One Six Four, which is the first appearance of Binary, which should be going up in prices because of all the chitter chatter about Binary replacing Captain Marvel down the line. There you go, Lucas. I hope I've done you proud, sir.
0: (laughs) (laughs) All right. So we're gonna let's take a break. We'll watch an ad and uh, then we'll come back and discuss the final two books we're going to talk about. (music) Thank <music> you. Should I check out Crisis in the Toyverse? That is just uh, the ad does not do that podcast justice. Very you good. Should, you should uh, go check that out. Ah, Silver Surfer Rebirth number two. Would you rather call the Silver Surfer rehashed,
1: <laughs> reborn, redone, re, re, redone? Yeah, that's that's a good one. no. So so uh, repeated. Maybe that's what it's called, Silver Surfer repeated. <laughs> this is this is one of the
0: things that I'm actually liking about Marvel this the last the last calendar year is bringing back old I would say old creators previous creators to revisit their storylines and like kind of kind of continue them. We've been seeing it for the last couple of years with, but Peter David uh, going back and writing uh, stories that are supposed to fit into the '80s and '90s continuity of Spider-Man. Mm. Um, and and here um we're getting Ron Mars and Ron Lim um to kind of do their own continuation of their storyline or their runs on on the volume two of Silver Surfer um which kind of honestly took me out of the uh continuity for a second right so like Mm -hmm. you really kind of have to ignore the fact that Thanos is now King of the Eternals and that we've had about 17 other storylines involving the Infinity Gems, um, but we're supposed to ignore all that. And- uh,
1: um, I'm all right with that, I can do yeah. that.
0: So now we have Silver Surfer visiting Thanos. And um, of course there's, just look at the beautiful Ron Lim fight pages, um, full page spreads, uh, There's which I've, there are several in this book. Um, yeah and uh we come to the realization that Thanos and and this is where this is the issue where you kind of find out where it's fitting into this into continuity because Mm -hmm. this is after Infinity Gauntlet so Thanos has already failed in his attempt to kill half the universe um and Warlock and then yeah we'll we'll talk about that so uh with warlock and the infinity watch now have the infinity gems and if you remember the continuity from the early 90s where warlock actually gave thanos the reality gym, and for safekeeping, <clears throat> right? Like, what is he thinking? I, I I remember doing that in 1992 when this happened. I was like, what is he thinking? So so, but now uh, apparently Thanos has retired to uh, the the farm that we saw in Avengers Endgame for some mm-hmm. reason, um, and Silver Surfer visits him, and uh, the and the reality gym supposedly has been stolen from him. Right, I. it's one of these. It's one of the jumps, the leaps in logic that I just, I, I just can't, I can't get there. Um. So now, Thanos conscripts Silver Surfer to help him recover the reality gem, um, and that's basically all that really happens in this issue, right? I mean, other yeah. than, that, I mean, uh, Ron Lim is the, I mean, for me, he's the Silver Surfer artist behind Kirby, um and maybe Busima, but I loved Ron Lim's artwork. When I was a kid and the first, you know, this is my introduction to Ron Lim, mm-hmm. is I've get this mirror silver surfer where just everything reflects off him. And okay. it was just, that was, it was great. I loved that stuff. And just to kind of see him again, cause Ron Lim really has kind of been out in limbo for the last, what, 10 or 15, 20 years. Mm-hmm. Um, he's been doing cut co- the, the, the covers here and there. Um, yeah i mean they, you have to have them do the snap right
1: well it's funny because there's um there's a couple of this week there are a couple of um movie moments um there's this one in this in this book and then there's the really great uh parody of the hulk line from the avengers movie so it's in, in amazing spy in amazing spider-man so the hulk in the movie gives it that's my secret he says something like bruce get mad he goes that's my secret I'm always mad oh, I was angry yeah right and uh, in Spider-Man MJ or Black Cat says to him right you've got to get ready and, he's, and Peter Parker's that's my secret I'm never ready <laughs> 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 I thought that was well done yeah. I, thought that was, I thought it was much more um cleverer than the on this right one. but
0: this was it this was kind of like a you know yeah he snaps to get his throne yeah. But I don't remember Thanos ever flying around on his throne like uh Metron and the new guy. Yeah,
1: that's what I thought. I was like, why has he got a Morbius chair? Yeah. I was like, What? So but again It, looks, guys, good. it, yeah, looks, it looks good. It looks good. But you guys you know what? I'm not I'm not a cosmic Marvel fan. So no. I was I was chalking chalking this up to sound like you're there, chalking. I was chalking this up to my <laughs> ignorance of the subject rather than like what's he doing in the floating chair. But you know
0: no it's not your ignorance i don't you know the the throne the whole throne thing is uh this is new to me and unless i can't quite remember the you know maybe ron lem used to draw him in the chair when thanos came back that was because because uh, that was Lim and starlin right starlin was writing silver surfer when he brought thanos back but i don't remember if it was on the um on the throne and then so now this is now this is one of the things that if we're supposed to be putting this back in continuity from to back in the nineties, the nebula didn't look like that back in the nineties. The nebula did not have the cyborg thing going on.
1: Mm. She was,
0: she was uh, actually, you know, she had the, the long black hair and she didn't have any cybernetics at all. So, um, that's one of the things that maybe they'll explain in this. Cause I don't even remember how, them ever explaining how nebula became half cyborg. Um, um
1: wasn't there a, a nebula miniseries a couple of years back?
0: yeah but okay, that didn't but, explain anything not, not, not going okay. yeah and then um and then with the revelation at the end of this issue of uh who actually has the reality gem and Ugh. their and their herald is actually uh
1: your favorite character in the whole world jack, was isn't it? jack of hearts <clears throat> yeah i was like who what i was like, well, I only saw him last month in the fantastic four book what do i need to see him again yeah,
0: for? yeah he came back in she-hulk number one after not being seen since uh, Avengers disassembled, right? Because he got killed, uh, Scarlet Witch killed him. And we haven't seen him in 20 years, 25 years, you know? And now I, I guess maybe everybody forgot how tough he was to draw. So
1: um, <laughs> now we're getting the track to bring him in.
0: back. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, so here, you know, I don't, but I don't know who Jack of Hearts would be working for, right? Because they don't show him
1: well let's they see show. have we any clues um it's got like some strands there there's some purple energy black there. Gloves, some
0: some cables uh, is that stuff?
1: could it be who could it be
0: could it be one of one of uh one of galactus's former heralds could it be one of who who did that who did uh Ron Lim create was it like borg was remember him
1: could it be what's his name terax
0: could it be, could be I, I think it could be any one of galactus's heralds
1: uh, okay cool yeah we'll see we'll see um Uh-oh. what i'll say there's uh, before i get into this i will say there's one panel that i want to bring out to everyone's attention look at that Gamora's in the fishnets woohoo yeah hey. bring back the fishnets uh, did you like warlock
0: in the infinity watch when,
1: i wasn't a big fan i liked the infinity crusade and the infinity god i thought it was all right but I get bored with Warlock. I'm like, um, yeah. I'm not a, as I said, I'm not a huge cosmic fan, which when I read this, I was kind of, I was kind of, hurt. when when you called it, I was like, oh dear God. Um, um, but we give some more credits out. You've mentioned Mars, you've mentioned Lim. Don Ho is on Ink, yes. great name. Israel Silver is on Colours. VCs, Joe Sabino is on Letters. I've got to say I thoroughly enjoyed this book from cover to cover. It was like a slice of crazy that I just hadn't seen. And when you say how well Ron Lim puts together a comic, and you think about for a large part of this, this book is just a talking book. That's it.
0: Yeah. Well, uh, you know, I'm I'm one of those guys that I remember when when Lim first first made the scene, right? When he was doing Infinity Gauntlet, and when he was doing Captain America back in the day, um, he was just a kid, like. 18 19 years old and now um you know you see and, and
1: i wonder why hasn't he been working i say to me this book is gorgeous i'm with you on this one professor yeah. this book i know that some i know i know you have to jump the logic i get that but then you have to jump the logic with captain marvel you know right. as well so i get that so let's just stick a pin in that and throw it somewhere else this book is such a strong read it's such it ties into the, the right continuity for the most part. It, it, it looks gorgeous. Lim's work looks fantastic with the, the recent coloring, uh, digital colouring schemes. Yeah. This book absolutely makes you wonder why it shines head and above practically two-thirds of Marvel's current output for me.
0: Yeah.
1: Uh, this, I mean, I, you don't have to be a Cosmic fan – just look at how well this is put together. Mm-hmm. A huge talking book. A couple of fight moments. some yep. continuity kind of thrown in for good measure. And it, you read it and you put it down and you feel like you've been somewhere. As opposed to the, I'm going to pick up Amazing Spider-Man again. The last two issues of Amazing Spider-Man with Peter Parker in the bed and then, you know, it gets cut out but It's like the same story in the, in two different issues. Right? think he's trying to do a weekly story, but for Christ's sakes. And also, by the way, Knives don't cut webbing. (laughs) Um, So you get this, you get this, this longer term story and it's paced at a rate where it treats the reader as intelligent, as opposed to other books, which are all flash and no substance. And it's just flash, 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 flash. And there's the end. You're like, what's going on? Mm-hmm. I would rather read this book by this creators than potentially, um, Amazing Spider-Man, um, Avengers. This book feels like a, a proper comic book. It might be the old timer in me. It might be the old timer in me.
0: It it may be. I mean, the creators are old timer too. And
1: so you know, you know but you, just, you turn over that final page, you see Jack of Hearts, and instead of thinking instead of thinking where's he at there he is oh my Instead of thinking, what how the hell you intrigued mm. to find out what happened yeah. yeah um i mean he's got some he's got half a face going on there could it be null? No. i don't know
0: no i mean that's how um, i mean
1: that's how um i will say using the using of gomorrah to guilt thanos and using galactus to guilt um surfer it's a little bit done and dusted but mm-hmm. then, to be fair, with, with Norin Rad, you're either going to get his girlfriend mm-hmm. or Galactus. And that's that's it. right. Then, yeah, yeah, those yeah. two people, right? You know? That's
0: very, very true. I, You know, what, the thing that I was kind of hoping was that we would see some of the characters that were around in the volume two mm-hmm. of Silver Surfer. Um, like, I would have loved to see some of the Elders of the Universe. Good i child. would love to see like reptile remember him captain reptile
1: <laughs> how, about <that? laughs> you know? how about that era's guardian of the galaxy i mean yeah. surely they're kicking around about now right
0: yep yep you know? yeah they're 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 all they're all around and i'd love to see some of those old characters that really haven't had a lot to do or haven't really made mm. an appearance since those since those days um I would love to see a Ron Lim Adam Warlock show up. I would love to see a bunch of these characters, and um, I know that this is only a limited series, man. But I, I, it's like, can't can't you give Ron Lim a monthly? Dude hasn't worked a monthly in 20 years. Just get, look at it. Give him a, give him a book. He was in, in the in the early 90s. This guy was the hottest artist going. Right after all the image artists left, Ron Lim got promoted. <laughs> and he's doing Infinity Gauntlet. He followed, he followed up George Perez on Infinity Gauntlet.
1: Where would you put Ron Lim? For me, Ron Lim works on Surfer. Don't take this to any disrespect, Mr. Lim, if you're listening to the pod. Where else? I certain artists belong with certain characters
0: I would put him I would put him on on silver I, I would give Silver Surfer a regular monthly title and put him on that yeah. I would give you could you could put him on Guardians of the Galaxy I think it would be great on Guardians like anything cosmic um, put him back I, I, I would put him back on Captain America he was on Captain America um, for a good yeah, long while right that a good
1: show. yeah that was a good shout right good show.
0: I, give him I would I would let him pick you pick who you want to do and you know, mm. you know what he, he's never done. Um, he's never done Fantastic Four, and I think he'd be great on that book.
1: Mm. That's a shout. That, that is a good shout. That is a good shout. Let me like see uh, the Fantastic Four, um, Avengers.
0: Yeah, could do Avengers. He's a, he's not a stranger to crowds, so mm. I mean, I think, <laughs> I, you know, I think he would be he would be great, and I think you would bottle you maybe give that an excuse to change the lineup on the Avengers. So that Ron Lund can have the characters he wants to draw.
1: I mean, there's nothing wrong if you want a Silver Surfer book. I know you could have Secret Defenders, which was a bit of a. The a, a Secret Defenders book from the 90s was a bit of a, a mash, to say the least. Yeah, for sure. uh, But you could have. There's nothing to stop them re- bringing out a Cosmic Avengers book. You know, I mean, yeah. it, it is the Avengers model is that vibrant. I mean, you remember when we used to have the Secret Avengers yeah. book. I used to love that book it's class
0: yeah you yeah. the you know the the uh the more obscure type yeah. uh type the, Avengers, but
1: you know. Mission impossible avengers it was great
0: yeah but i mean some of the characters you can bring back put you know you know quasar would be a great run the book so, I,
1: I was in a oh. comic book shop last night um picked up my order mm. there you go um and um i did buy more than just that but well, I can't show you those books because of the Distinguished Competition. Uh, <laughs> um, we
0: won't talk about that. Well, yeah. we will talk about the Distinguished Competition <laughs> I mean, in a
1: minute. Um, but we ended up uh, talking about, of all the crazy things, this is a bit of a digression, so apologies. Alphabet. I went looking for Uncanny X-Men because I went looking for Uncanny X-Men 164. And I says, where's your Uncanny X-Men? It's not under you. No, it's under X for X-Men. I was like, I, that just blew my mind. I was like, "What are you doing?" What? So, like, well, some letters we don't need. We don't need Q. I was like, "Well, what about Quasar?" <laughs> 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 I know, I like, I'm getting flashbacks. And I like, I'm sure Quicksilver's had a had a mini series at one point. He so has. Yeah. So, yeah. but hey ho. What can I say? Yeah, Quasar. Did not mind Quasar actually? It was. It was kind of like. Was that a? Correct me, because you'll know this last night in the shop I said it was either a Mark Runwald or a Tom DeFalco type thing
0: it was 100 percent Mark Runwald from to the end he wrote the entire series and he it was kind of his guilty pleasure book because Quasar was never the number one selling book um Mm. but Mark used it to to just kind of throw out his ideas or fix continuity he thought was broken or or reintroduce some characters like he brought in his squadron supreme he um He introduced Starbrand back into the actual Marvel Universe because Mark Grunewald was the creator of the new universe, too, right? All those characters, most of those characters he uh, had a hand in. But he was the he was the executive editor of the new universe. So he brought all those characters in. Um, So Quasar is one of those weirdo um, weirdo titles that basically anything could happen. they actually, uh, if you remember, the my favorite quasar storyline was uh, they did the race around the world with all the speed demons like uh, Quicksilver mm-hmm. and Makari, and the winner of that, the, the winner of the race was actually the Flash. Yay! <laughs> do you remember that?
1: <laughs> no, I remember Quasar getting drunk to a baby. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Yeah. But, so that, that book was a that was, was a lot of fun. Maybe we should yeah. uh, we should we should uh, talk about it on old timers. You
1: know what? We should do that. Why don't on old timers we'll have an episode of obscure characters from obscure letters of the alphabet? There you
0: go. There you go.
1: <laughs> there's, a, there's the next thing. <laughs>
0: we we'll do this old Timers episode <laughs> is brought to you by the letter Q. <laughs>
1: <laughs> oh I feel sorry for we gets get to <laughs>
0: All right, all right. So um, we're gonna uh, we're gonna jump into the last book that we're gonna talk about, and that's, this is actually an excuse book, right? So this yeah. is an excuse book, this is the Devil's Reign tie-in book, Villains for Hire, number two. Um, I'll
1: let i let you in your secret with this book. This yeah, is yeah. The, this is the f- other than Spider Woman because I buy Spider Woman on a regular basis. Other than Spider Woman, this is the only other Devil's Reign tie-in that I've bought that I've read. I think devil. Oh, I'm sorry. Woman of, woman without fear, which is. Uh, mm-hmm. um, I think Devil Reigns is doing brilliantly for just keeping it all in one one place. Normally, with a Marvel book, it's like spread over umpteen different issues, and yeah. and whilst there might be an umpteen different issues, you don't have to read any of them to to impact the main story.
0: That was what I was just gonna say. Cause oh, you don't these these sat these satellite books that they put out, the villains for hire, and you have the other one, the, the superior octopus, whatever the heck that's called. Uh,
1: um superior those, four or something. Yeah, yeah,
0: those books you don't you don't need at all. Um yeah. because and I and even the like if you read the stories, they don't really tie into Devil's Reign at all. That's just, just yeah. like kind of like a like this is what's happening over here.
1: Yeah, um, that's it. Yeah, it's kind of like uh, this is what's happening further down the street.
0: Yeah. So yeah. I mean I I love uh you know I love US Agent and I'm kind of you know glad to see them bring him back and this but you know this is and this is one of my gripes about Marvel um is that once they come out with like let's say US Agent had a limited series last year we're supposed to just forget that that happened and mm. then you know, because they don't reference it, you don't see any growth in the character from one point to another. Um, and especially with these, with these kind of always say D list characters, because they're not because US agents not even B list, he's like C list. What's it?
1: What was that? What was that book we looked at? It was part of the uh, the the war thing, the robot war thing, and there was Mockingbird, and, and there was. US agent on an island and they got attacked by, what was that? Part of the Iron Man storyline about the yeah, AI war or something. That was uh, the last time I read. That's the last time I read anything. I remember the
0: book you are talking about, but see, it's like one of those things that it's just, uh, yeah. it was, it was one of those side stories to an event book yeah. that you never really needed to think about.
1: The problem but with US agent is that you're supposed to not like him right and and therefore if he's written not to like then genuinely you don't particularly care what happens to him so then why should you pick up the book (laughs) or you
0: you know in the 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 mini series that they did us agent last year by by priest you actually thought that there was some growth in that character throughout the the mini series Mm -hmm. but at the end he still was an unlikable guy um but you did see where you know where he was used by the system or something like that you know um but here well he's he's becomes a a flunky for a kingpin and the leader of the Thunderbolts for a a moment in time because we know the Thunderbolts is getting relaunched next month but the US agent is nowhere around
1: so it's part of this so let's give the stats out it's Claire McLeod Chapman is writing this uh, Manuel Garcia is an Arts. Lorenzo Ruggiero, that's what i go <laughs> with. Stop laughing at me. How would you pronounce that?
0: Uh, Lorenzo Ruggiero. Yeah. Uh, Ru, yeah, you're right. Yeah,
1: Ruggiero? Ruggiero? Yeah. Yeah. <gasps> <Make it up> <mumbles> Sorry, Lorenzo. Great work. Um, Colors are by uh, For The Bunkers. Dono Sanchez, Almara with fair. So, Fuentes Suí suho suho oh whatever apologies for her. um vc's joe sabino thank you for having a name i can pronounce yeah one. there you go just saying hmm. uh, you know what you said about growth i mean yeah uh, from this for this as you look through this book you think that u.s agent is an absolute heel he's going to be the heel he's you know he's up he's going to do this, he's going to do that, he's joining the bad guys, yada, yada. But it's all, he's, he's got other stuff going on, hasn't he? He has ulterior positive motives in this. Mm-hmm. So I think there is still an element of, you know what, he's not the douche that you think he is. And, you know,
0: um, I, when we talk about growth too, I think there is another character in here that that shows a bit of growth is Rhino.
1: Exactly. That's in my notes as well. Definitely. Yeah. yeah so, but we see, we've seen that in the recent book. In in rain four, you see him kinda rhino turn up and, and save someone rather than just batter them all hour. So um art I'm not sure if I like the art on this. Um I, I know for a fact I didn't like the colours. I thought I thought the art's too heavy, I think the ink lines are too heavy, and the colours, they see this page here, this is supposed to be daytime. Yeah, uh, yeah. 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 Now
0: Daytime in Gotham City.
1: Yeah. <laughs> Is there a daytime in Gotham City? <laughs> <laughs> it go, Gotham runs sunset. <laughs> sunset uh, sunset. That's it, nothing in between. So um,
0: we talk, we're we're gonna talk about the art. Go to the last page.
1: Oh, hang on then.
0: Because the the one glaring thing in this book is uh yeah, you, oh, there, there, there. there you go. Um wh- uh, wh- whip whiplashes thigh gap is <laughs>
1: Unbelievable. Oh, man. <laughs> so I, I feel sorry for electro with a, <laughs> a, a, with a broken back there. I mean, oh, yeah. I don't think anyone can sit that. See if I can enlarge. Every time I try and do this, it goes all wrong. So apologies. Oh, no, it's there you go. Look at that. I mean, no that's, one can yeah. sit like that mm-hmm. flat and at the legs at 90 degrees. That's just bonkers. That's it's yeah, that's, uh, that's nuts. But it,
0: yeah. So, so the art questionable. Yeah. Yeah. But it is, it's a tie in book. So a lot of these tie in books, you get the, you get the, uh, the tryouts, you know, you get like the people looking for work.
1: Yeah. Well, that's so fine, like, but-
0: a lot of this heavy penciling and everything in the, you know, and- I will say this though.
1: I mean, devil's rain. I know you kind of, you were kind of like, Oh, it's just the thunderbolts again. And I think, I think hopefully it surprised you because I think it's been absolutely brilliant. I've I've thoroughly enjoyed Devil's Reign all the way um, through. I, I thought issue three had a turning point where it could go. Oh my god, it's just going to be a big super superhero free for all. Right. And then you know then issue four just absolutely turned down its head. By yeah, turned it, like six, it, six, it, six it, months it, later, and I'm like, oh, excellent, cool. And now you're back to the nitty gritty, and of course with with that panel with the kingpin. On the last page, and he like, Remember, and then yeah. he just says the two words at the end. I, this book, Chips of has been absolutely, I know I've distanced for his uh, Spider Man stuff, but his Daredevil stuff has been bang on, bang on perfect. Love mm-hmm. reading it.
0: It's, like a lot of people talking about, like, this is the most, the longest you suck with a run on Daredevil, like, since Frank Miller. And, yeah. When you, when, when you can talk about Chip Zdarsky in the same sentence that you talk about Frank Miller on what, on, on a character that everybody remembers Frank Miller for. Mm. You know, it's Frank Miller, it's Daredevil and Batman. And now it, is Chip Zdarsky going to be the next
1: Frank Miller? Yeah. yeah well, do you remember what I said back when we started looking at Daredevil and mm. he was in prison, we had Lady Daredevil coming in. I said to you, this is... This is this generation's version right. of Frank Miller on Daredevil. This run on Zdarsky's run on Daredevil will be as fondly remembered by this generation of comic book readers as we remember Frank Miller's run. It is right. that game-changing. And we might look at it and think, eh, but no. That run with the multiple bullseyes, you know, the threat to Electra. Yeah. Yeah. Um, You know the whole thing yeah it got a bit cheesy at the end when all the heroes stood up for for matt yeah i get it it's a little bit cheese on toast but up to that point bang on brilliant the the daredevil woman without fear book
0: yeah i mean it's all about you know trying to find these uh the new ways to use these characters right Mm or or how do how do you put how do you tell a story using these characters that hasn't been told mm. and um that that to me you know has made daredevil one of the, so like one of the more interesting books that i've read in the last couple of years where you know we all talk about what goes what moves up to the top of your poll list or what moves up mm. like as soon as it comes out you need to you need to read it as you know and that's I, I hardly ever feel that way about <laughs> books anymore. I'm just like, eh, well, now I'll read this one, now I'll read this one. But whenever I see Daredevil come in, I'm like, i got to read Daredevil. I, I have to figure out what's going on. I have to get the next part of the story. And now, you know, with the news that just broke this week. Yes. That, I mean, and you, are you happy with this? We have um, Gibson moving over to Batman, but he's staying on Daredevil. Has that ever happened in the history of comics?
1: Well, I just hope that he doesn't write the same stuff but just change the names. That'd be you know, that'd be <laughs> awful. You know. Remember Bruce Wayne can see? Yeah. That kind, you know, bats <laughs> and all that. Uh, seriously though, it'll be interesting to see uh what they bring. I definitely think there needs to be some differentiation in the Batman universe because you've got Bruce Wayne running around, you've got the new Batman kicking around as well. Um for all intents and purposes. The people i speak to on a regular basis hardly anybody's buying the new batman with really? jace fox the, like who you know so everyone's still invested in bruce's as bats um i think if the can come in and as you p- perfectly said try and give new spins on existing characters then i'm all for that definitely um i mean look we just look we've seen ron Mars and ron lim do it with silver surfer right yeah you know? Yeah. Fair enough. They have to go back to the well to use Galactus and Gamora, but the idea of per- pairing the two up, Thanos and Surfer, hmm, interesting. You know, because mm. at the start of that book, he's absolutely right. Surfer could go toe to toe to with Thanos, and not a problem, um, especially without the gauntlet. Um, and Daredevil, it has been, has kind of been taken down a peg or two. He's lived up to his justice first mentality by being in prison for a while electra people would say no way it's going to be a fake it's going to be a fake out electra's not going to be daredevil she's not going to be this she's been a pretty damn good daredevil in fairness you know and i just think if we can get that level of cleverness into gotham i think that'd be a a good shout definitely instead of going event 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 because let's just remember this devil's rain book It's come out after, what, a year or so, if not more, of Chip Zdarsky's run on Daredevil. I think
0: Chip's been on Daredevil for a couple of years now. Yeah,
1: and now the whole prison storyline, Lady Daredevil, the fact that the book's getting renumbered from one and it's going to feature both Daredevil and Lady Daredevil, Mm -hmm. you know, it just shows you that, you know what, these aren't, Electra was never going to be a a gender swap, diversity hire. As some people would say,
0: right. know,
1: She's proven her own um, her own ground. She's proven her own worth to the to the Daredevil storyline. I'm all for it. If you can do that, if you can do that to Batman's world, yeah, mm. cool. It's surprising. I would have thought it would have taken someone red like Red Hood instead, someone who's a little bit more ambiguous. But yeah, we'll see what happens.
0: I I just think that you know, how tough is it to write? one book, let alone two books, now for two different masters, so to speak. So you can do Marvel and DC. And now we've had – I mean, there's been a whole host of writers that have written both Batman and Daredevil, but nobody has ever done it at the same time, right?
1: Yep. So So, it'll be interesting. We'll see. We'll see how it goes. Definitely.
0: I just hope that i hope that uh that chip doesn't leave daredevil like right after the first new arc which well, i think probably might happen
1: well i mean what you got to think about is there are writers out there that do multiple projects at the same time tom king for example right yeah he does his his stuff for dc and he's done stuff for marvel um he's done um scott snyder does stuff for dc and he does stuff for the independents right you know, so right. so there are you know carrying two books isn't as um isn't as big a deal as it sounds the fact that it's daredevil and batman yes i get it yeah but for you and i daredevil might be one of the books that we pick up first um when it hits is daredevil still is it still is he still considered a b-list character that everybody else that's not a comic book fan I tell you what's going to help him, though, The fact that Netflix are dropping net, that all the Netflix um, Marvel shows this month going, going over to the, Disney Plus. Yeah, yeah. We're going over to Disney Plus. So if you're on Netflix, there'll be no more Jessica Jones. There'll be no more Daredevil. No more Luke Cage. What I hear people say, thank God for that one. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> no more Power Man. <laughs> uh, Iron, uh, Fist. Iron Fist. I meant sorry. Yeah. Um, Pun- are they going to put Punisher? on Disney Plus. I don't know. know, Yeah, I don't know. I don't know if they're going to do a separate a separate like section for them. Because I mean, Disney Plus now you don't it's not just Marvel stuff. You get all sorts of crazy. You watch Grey's Anatomy on Disney Plus. Oh, well, really? Yeah, yeah. it's under the stars banner. So Okay. So,
0: I mean, so Disney plus is probably moving over towards say, Hey, we'll just put a, um, we'll just put a, a disclaimer on here and like well, a warning.
1: Well, well, look at the model cartoon. That's not exactly fit for all audiences. Yeah. It?
0: But Modoc's on Hulu, Modoc's not on Disney plus.
1: You have to get it through Disney plus though, right?
0: Well, Disney, Disney owns Hulu, but you have to watch Hulu to get.
1: All right. So Mordok. this is, this is a nation thing. If I log out to Disney plus now, I'll be able to watch Modoc through Disney plus. Through whichever oh. app it is it, that's on Disney Plus already, yeah. Okay. I have to have a Disney Plus subscription to get to it, so
0: at least you can yeah. watch Disney Plus over there in the United
1: Kingdom. No, I, I don't, yeah, I can, but I don't. <laughs> it's
0: not like the DC <laughs> yeah. Universe where you can't get the DC. Oh, universe. don't even
1: get me started, don't, <laughs> don't wind me up. Son of a, why is it called DC Universe when only one bloody country can watch it? Mm. I don't know. Uh, bang out of order and, my, and people say oh well you know Americans are DC Britons are DC right Britons are DC tell all the British writers and artists to create your characters and starring <laughs> your bloody movies without Britons you wouldn't have Christian Bale would you? No you wouldn't or have, Robert Bloody Patterson so less of it
0: you wouldn't have the Imperials and Star Wars because they're all British <laughs> <laughs> All right, that's going to end our No Price Podcast for today. And, uh, Johnny, thank you for for filling in on late notice for me. I You're welcome.
1: It. Sorry for the technical issues earlier. But we got no, that's okay.
0: Things. You know, nothing's, nothing's perfect in this world. and uh, well, you I, know. Think I
1: proved that one correct.
0: <laughs> <laughs> all right. So uh, if you enjoyed Johnny, please watch Johnny on the old timers and on Outside the Panels yes
1: and the definitive crusade
0: yeah where i'm sure you'll spend a lot more time talking about batman
1: well no not really we don't do a lot of bats oh. bats is a little bit uh, saturated at the minute but tdc the definitive crusade is this show but about dc there you go
0: all right <laughs> all right well stay safe for the next fortnight and we shall see you Oh, it's going to be almost spring next time that we have an ah program.
1: spring league baseball willows <laughs> on balls. Oh, just if you're feeling kinky,
0: if the strike is over, we may have some baseball. <laughs> is it a strike? There, there is a strike going. How can on. you have
1: a strike on a season that's not, uh
0: <laughs> right? We'll see. We'll play see the, what play happens.
1: <laughs>